to speaking. Now, for all you loony listeners out there, please be mindful that there are spoilers within this episode of Captain Marvel, the new MCU film. Please refer to the timestamp in the show summary if you wish to avoid all spoilers. I repeat, there will be spoilers in this episode, so please avoid at your own discretion. Now, on with the show. Welcome one and all, either back or for the first time, to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, a podcast where we talk about Moon Knight, the Moon Knighty things, and just things going on that we like, but mostly Moon Knight, because he's pretty cool. And uh, with me, as we dig into another classic issue of the first volume Moon Knight, tackle some news and some uh, the big new movie released this week, I have with me the one and only, Reynaldo Gazmondo. How you doing, Ray? Hey, how you going, Connor? I am rocking, because with us as well. We have uh, the lovely, the uh, the uh, third, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, the third. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for a word that probably doesn't exist. Um, it's Rebecca Rebecca Hart. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Good. Thanks. Hey. Uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's been a while, Rebecca, but um, we've been uh, hoping to have you on, on the show um, just, I guess, you know, schedules and, and life in general. Um, but yes. yeah, but we've got you for a good one tonight. Yeah, a really good one. Yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, bit yeah. tired, but very happy. Oh yeah. Well, we'll definitely crack into that as soon as we can, I guess. But first, uh, usual kind of idle chat. And of course, uh, loonies, there's a big thing that just kind of dropped this week. Don't worry, there will be no like massive spoilers or anything. But um, at the top of the show, uh, you probably would have heard uh, we'll timestamp at the appropriate time. Um, so in case you want to know nothing, absolutely nothing about Captain Marvel, then you can just skip through um, our quick chat about it. But we'll be talking about that because that's one of the big releases of um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, today as well. Uh, this this week or this year, uh, but before all of that, I guess um, as always, maybe we can start off with Rebecca. Um, had much time to read many comics lately, or uh, I've only really been keeping up with the new stuff, like the weekly new comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had a hell of a time at work recently, yeah. So uh, it's literally been, ugh, what do I need to read immediately before someone ruins things for me and read, read that and fall asleep. And I'm sort of planning some longer binge reads, but not okay. quite got to them yet. Um, I've been reading, I've like, hopelessly uh, connected to all the new TV at the moment. I've been reading also Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. Oh, nice. Um, I reread Umbrella Academy. And they're the only things I've read that haven't been sort of like weekly comics. Oh, nice. Um, is Umbrella Academy, um, I haven't finished the series on Netflix. Is that is that accurate? Like kind of like um, true to the flavor of it? It's true to the flavor. It's yeah. quite different. 
it uh-huh. overall but uh you know it's a sort of but i think they did really well in the tv adaptation they've kind of mm. taken bits from the first and second volume and put right. them in there and, yeah it's just as wacky so yeah. yeah if you like the show you'll probably like the comic oh okay yeah connor have you have you caught up on umbrella academy as well or? i have owned that book for at least Ooh. two years and still haven't read it but i oh. love the tv show <laughs> It was fantastic. I binged it all. I loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. From what I understand, too, I'm sure Rekka backs up, like the bits I've seen of it, you know, plenty of it just goes absolutely wild with its ideas. So, yeah. Also, also an, it, like a nice dealing of grounding it to an actual level of an adaptable TV show, a recordable yeah. one, I guess. Nice. And Rebecca mentioned Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. Uh, we mentioned. Last episode or episode before, Connor, you um, have been writing up some good articles on Big Comic Page, uh, not only on the Doom Patrol, but uh, things like Valiant Comics. Um, I'd take it, uh, Rebecca, have, are you? How, how's that series? Is that finished? Is that out all at all at once? Which, or which one? D- uh, Doom Patrol? Is that? I'm sorry, uh, no, I'm really no, it's, it's, um, it's week by week. Oh, okay, okay, cool. But you're up to date with that? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> New episode because... drops in like four hours. Oh, okay. So you're up to date for yeah. now. What? What? Yeah, um, thank you. What service I'm not is actually it? up to date. I missed the latest episode. I gotta watch it's, that. Uh, it's only on the DC Unlimited app. Oh, okay, right. But presumably, once it's over, it will come to Netflix internationally again. Yeah. Oh, okay. I might have to because it sounds very interesting. It's. I think Doom. Patrol's... Yeah, I think it like. A... Yeah, it's getting it's getting a lot of a bit of groundswell. I don't. I don't. Know. Yeah. Um, what well, is the the parallels with the X Men? I guess that's all I know about it. Really, is that is that right? There's a guy in a wheelchair, like there's a Professor X kind of guy. Yeah, but yeah. I think I I think it would be stretching it to say there were parallels to the X Men. Oh, really? Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I know I was listening to. Well, a pop- you know, if we want to get technical, yeah. I think uh, the X Men took yes. from Doom Patrol at first. Yeah, exactly. I I was listening to I a think pod- so. Yeah, I, I was listening. Strange Adventures came first. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast and they were saying um, it was the history of like Marvel and DC and how Marvel pipped. Did they pip? They did. They pipped the um, publication of X Men before Doom Patrol, but Doom Patrol had kind of um, had kind of been born before that kind of thing. Um, and mm-hmm. they always well, this is just from that podcast. They were saying how comparable they are between the two, like outcasts and the whole thing about mutants. And uh, anyway, I don't know too much about Doom Patrol, but it sounds interesting. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, what I'm saying is it's, it's, to me, it seems very easy to parallel the X-Men with so many things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I just don't know if that's the first one I'd go for. Oh, okay. Like as a, but that doesn't mean it's, there aren't like likenesses. It's just, mm. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'd, I'd go with the Harbinger Foundation. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, speaking of both of those, I mean, like, Connor, you were talking about the X-Men. You're getting into the age of X-Men. Yeah, I've still been following that. It was another great issue this week with Prisoner X. Peter oh, okay. Yeah. It's got, like, Gabby, Polaris, yeah. Because so I just caught up on, like, I'm really behind. I've just caught up on the first of those offshoots. Um, what was the one? It was written by Ed, Ed Brisson, I think. Um and that was really good. I really liked it. Is uh, uh, that's next gen? I imagine. Oh no, it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, I think it was called just Age of X Men Alpha or something. Alpha. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Alpha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the one that introduces it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, 
I'm really enjoying X Men at the moment. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I really love what Ed Brisson's doing with yeah. it, and um, he's on X Force as well. I, yeah, yeah. I don't like the art for that as much. No, but, um, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm, I still kind of want to see it, but uh, read mm-hmm. it. But Age of X Men, the whole of them, it just has a real feel of um, Secret Wars tie-ins. Mm. So oh, okay. I'm kind of loving that. You know, the kind of alt world. Yeah. Have some fun with the characters. So I'm kind of enjoying that. Oh, and you're nice. also reading um, Uncanny X-Men, which I'm behind on, but he's getting... Yes, I'm reading that, and it's amazing. Oh, I've just read, yeah, issue 11, the one after um, that end of the first oh, arc. Yeah, the big, yeah, yeah. The big yeah. thick one. Jeez, that's yeah. good. My God, it's good. Yeah. I, I love yeah, that's saying... the one I've read as well. Yeah, how good is that? And then um, I just had to kind of hoot and holler when when wolverine kind of made an appearance there it was it was great yeah it's nice to have them back and uh and blindfold is such a interesting weird character i yeah yeah i think she's a great kind of foil for the story um just in that she's very cryptic uh and yeah it just it just really uh, to me it's x-men have kind of come back in in a good in a big way look my my very uh, professional review to Connor this week was yes. Scott is hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. A uh, economy of words there, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but he's it is good to see him back. All right, I, I it's really, fun. I mean, yeah. you you do have to remember the first comics I I ever read were um, at the X Men with the original team. Mm. So oh, Scott's awesome. Uh, I Cyclops. Yeah, great. no, I yeah. have I have a deep love for Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> like all my problems with Wolverine like totally come from his rivalry with Scott. So, um, mm. yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm big into the, the OG X-Men. So it's kind of nice to see them back. Like. Yeah. And uh, there was a bit of appearance there from uh, Jamie Madrox. I love that. Mm. Uh, have you read the latest? You haven't read this week. No, but he wow. seems to be handled. Okay. He seems to be handled a lot better than the Rosenberg run. I'd have to say. Um, well, the Rosenberg run was more like a sort of madcap mm. adventure, like crazy, how yeah. much can I confuse you, but still do all the Madrox stuff. The latest issue is, is I think, is very good on Madrox. So I'll be interested okay. to see what you think. Okay, cool. Because, um, yeah, I mean, with the Rosenberg, I, I just thought um, it made Madrox too much of a, like everyone, like too much of a, a, a slacker kind of thing. Too much right. of a, uh, whereas I'm used to the Peter David run where he's, he's actually more uh, of a, like a detective, which you kind of see in, in Uncanny number 11, where he kind of mm-hmm. finds stuff for, for Scott. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested to, I've got, I've got whatever it is, what, number 12. Um, I guess it must be 12. Yeah. Yeah. I got that just, uh, just today. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Anyway, Connor as well, any, uh, big reads, uh, um, oh yeah, if you're a, um, oh yeah, actually this week I just I've just been keeping up with the new stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, got the new Black Hammer forty five has like an awesome cast of uh, Ray Fawkes, Jeff Lemire, Matt and Charlene Kent. All okay. the goods. One book, it's great. Uh, what else we got? We got Ronan Island by mm-hmm. Greg Pak. Uh, I love him. I love all the uh, creator own stuff he's doing. So that's a great start. Nice. And Meet the Scrolls this week is Marvel's yeah short mini mm. that was just great. I loved it. Oh, that's yeah. already come out, has it? Okay, cool. Yeah, that that, that that's cool. Um, yeah. I, did you pick that one up as well, Rebecca? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, I loved it. Is it felt a bit short in that kind yeah. of issue one kind of sense? Mm. So I think it may be a a solid trade buy. Yeah. Is but it... um, 
it, it's great. Um, it may come up again yeah. as we uh, discuss the next thing. Yes. Is it is it Javier Rodriguez on art? It, it looks like on the cover, from memory. Is that him on art or just a cover? Or I, I don't know. Uh, you... Well, Connor was Connor dug up the team this morning. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Robbie Thompson, uh, Thompson and yeah, Nico Henrichson. Oh, on art as well. Okay, cool. Fantastic. Cool, cool. Grows out as a colorist. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, I've been I catching Henrichson. Sorry. Oh, I just love Henrichson. So, I mean, that was the main draw into this. Ah, I mean, this, but, I, you know, apart I mean, from that, it was just like super sweet, super fun. Lovely. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been catching up on. I'm um, again, as I keep on saying, I'm very far behind. So a lot, what I'm, a lot of what I'm about to say is probably old news but i've just read um uh livewire 3 from valiant comics oh yeah my god have you do you read it rebecca i did that's good yeah. I, don't, I don't know about you i, yeah. I love i'm loving it it was just very simple it's story really it is very it's, strong it, it, it had it really has to struggle with the setup as well mm. because they left her in a terrible place yeah yeah um uh which is it's seemingly really unfair but I think, uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's I really think this stuff. issue was really strong compared to maybe, say, maybe the last issue before. Um, the art is always Raoul Allen. Yeah, the art is like superb. Just yeah, augments it. And I'm already thinking of like a trade for this thing because. Yeah, um, I'm I'm definitely going to buy it in trade because yeah. I think I think they've done a really good job of of what was a difficult situation. I'm very impressed with Vita Ayala, mm-hmm. who was already very impressed with their writing. Oh, very but, good. Um, yeah. You know, it's yeah. uh, it it is something. I also quite liked uh, the first issue of Incursion. If we're talking Valiant, so ah uh, yes, I again I have I've got it. I, it arrived today, so I'm looking forward to, ah, to cool. reading. I've heard it's good. Um, yeah, so I thought it was pretty good. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, so plenty, plenty of stuff trying to catch up on. Uh, Punisher, I read that. I, I do like Rosenberg on Punisher. Actually, um, he's very good on Punisher. But I kind mm. of I wanted more of the. Zemo, Stevel stuff. So I'm kind of a little bit more. Ah, I don't know if I'm going to keep with it because I was mostly reading it for that. Oh, okay. Because uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a massive Punisher fan. I sure. Yeah. But I think he is doing a really solid job on Punisher. Like, it, it absolutely. If I like the character more, mm. this would be, this would be a run that I think has yeah. uh, the makings of a classic. Yeah, and I think uh, is it Simon Kudransky? I think his art really suits. The Punisher. It's very good, yeah. Mm. And Smallwood covers. I mean, geez, come on. Yeah, it's of course. Just I mean. Really, really beautiful stuff. You know, um, you you know that's why I started buying <laughs> it. Really. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That's a huge character dangle. Um, and yep. uh, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd pick it up in a heartbeat. Just yeah, because because of, of that art. But Punisher's going very well. Uh, God, what else have I read? Um, I'm just catching up on um, just some some big stuff like. Uh, like Avengers, yeah. Anyway, um, so a bit far behind. I've got a lot to read ahead. Um, I heard Invaders is good. I've got that Daredevil, Chip Zdarsky. Oh, yeah. both fantastic. Yeah, he's. I'm Bad. very impressed with him now. So, like, yeah, I love him. Yeah, so very much looking forward to that. But anyway, Loonies, we, um, of course, this is an Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Um, hold on to your hats. There's uh, just a little bit more. Um kind of tangentially Moon Knight related stuff now um, so anyway I hope everyone's been reading some some good books go to your local comic book store pick them up have a good read there's a lot of great stuff coming out now oh yeah I've already caught up on um, some of the Superman stuff as well um, uh, just to you know 
stay mm-hmm. ab- stay abreast of the current affairs for for Superman. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I spoke to the other other Connor the other the other night. Um, I said I don't know what you're talking about. Action to- action comics is great. <laughs> I really like it. Um, but anyway, we have different tastes. So um, I read the Marv Wolfman hundred pager. Yeah, what did you think but, of that? Um, did you like it? I really liked it. I, yeah, really, I, like I really it. liked it as well. It's just very I honest. Thought little, after, uh, I thought little bits of it were a little bit forced, uh-huh. but yep. only. But it didn't matter because it was a good read. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. there were little bits. Oh, you, you have to get that bit in. You have to get it. It's fair enough. It's ah, like, you know, okay. you're trying to get everything. Not in a horrible way. Just yeah. in a, oh, and you know, like you've got to mention. There's certain beats you've kind of got to hit. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so I, I I feel it was really good buy. It's, it's definitely yeah. I would suggest everyone go and get it because it's pretty good value as well. Oh yeah, so. it's great, and I think um, uh, that and say X Force um, polar opposites in that Castellini say. Sorry, let me go back a bit. Castellini on that Marv Wolfman issue and Kadransky on the Punisher issue just go to show how much art can really elevate a comic, like. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about X Force, and I think it's well written by Ed Brisson. I'm really like I've just read issue two. I know issue three is just out. I've got that as well, but the art kind of yeah, kind of for me lets it down a little. Uh, it just doesn't seem to have that um, the tone for for, mm-hmm. for the top type of comic. It is. I think it would probably work better for other uh, you know another comic. I don't know, maybe an Ant Man or something. But it. Um, yeah, so yeah, it just goes to show. I think just how art can really, really change the perception. And and I think that Marv Wolfman issue with um, Castellini, I think that's his name, is really, really good. So uh, yes. So anyway, um, having said that, loonies, uh, we will get to our classic run review, which we'll uh, we'll cover tonight. Bear in mind, it is a uh, it is a waxing crescent. So if you are sitting next to a window looking up, yes, indeed, that's a waxing crescent. It's not a waning crescent, but we have swapped things around due to an error on my behalf. Um, but that's all right. We've paid. Mm-hmm. We've paid Conchu his uh, his toll, uh, and so we'll, we'll be doing a classic run of Moon Knight, Doug Mensch, and Sinkevich's issue four, a committee of five. But again, before we get into that, just a couple of other things we want to just round off in this bumper week. Uh, first off. Wanted to give a shout out to one of our loonies, Alex Lumen, who is a filmmaker. He loves uh, making films on comic book characters. Now, some of you will remember that he created a Moon Knight fan film uh, a while ago, which we covered. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was you know it was a bit of fun. Um, Alex is is definitely working his craft. He's released another fan film um, on the Winter Soldier. And there is a cameo appearance, uh, or there's a reference to Moon Knight there. So, look, we'll um, we'll put the link in our show notes. And any loonies keen to to see Moon Knight again on celluloid, go check it out on Alex Lumen's YouTube uh, channel. There, uh, I don't know, Connor. Is there anything you want to add, perhaps, to this or? Oh yeah, well, one just want to say uh, big props to Alex for mm-hmm. you know continuing on with us. I know they've got a whole heap lined up, and they're still very passionate about this one. I know um he's even been looking into the Winter Soldier. I think he's got an interview up somewhere or something. Mm. He's doing some cool stuff with the Winter Soldier. I, I saw the Moon Knight cameo. I won't say too much, but um they've done a nice few things with the costume that actually make it look pretty dang cool. So fantastic! Uh, for that one. 
Fantastic. Yeah, and, and it's great stuff. Alex, thanks for reaching out and thanks for sharing the Moony love. So we do love to, to see Moon Knight in all iterations. Now also, just before we get into the next bit of a quick discussion, uh, to let you know, Loonies, again, a big disclaimer, big spoiler alert. Look, we're not going to be revealing any kind of details of the movie, but in case you don't want to be spoiled at all um, by listening to our thoughts on uh, in our reactions of Captain Marvel, um, why not just uh, pause, um, look at the timestamp, and skip through, and we'll see you on the on the other side. But for those that want to listen, hold on tight. <gasps> yes, this is our just a little spoiler chat, spoilery chat, because it is quite exciting. Captain Marvel came out this week. Um, and all three of us, I do believe, have have uh, seen the film. Yeah, just yes. a few hours ago just... for some of us. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice and fresh, nice and fresh. And Connor, I think you were yeah. the first one off the first cab off the ranks, uh, first Lockley off the ranks there for us. You saw it at like ten o'clock, right? Um, ten o'clock I, in the morning or something. I missed like that session. Sadly. Oh, I had to go at the six one with you, like you. So, oh, but still came in early. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess just uh, guys, what did you what did you think like, overall, like, the tone of the film, and um, yeah, just in general, uh, Rebecca. Uh, so from the midnight showing, because uh, that's what, that was the release. <laughs> that was the release here. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was great. I was like, um, it had it was it had some warmth, some humour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't too wacky. I love what they did with a lot of the characters. There was some unexpected stuff. Yeah. Um, it was a really good film. I enjoyed it. Good, good end credit scenes too. Always important. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, in a Marvel film, two of them. So anyone who is listening to this bit, watch them both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really liked it. It was a nice addition. Uh, what What would you give it out of uh, exploding cause then? I don't know i don't like marking things oh, okay you know that oh okay <laughs> or, uh, no it's okay i'm seeing it again tomorrow okay um at like lunchtime yeah. so uh because the, the problem with going to midnight showings is you're always a little bit like first of all you're keyed up yep. second of all you're tired uh-huh. you're very tired afterwards you can't really like sort of focus your thoughts on it ah uh, yeah um and I, I'm also weighed down by something I knew I'd be weighed down with after seeing Captain Marvel with the, oh my God, Endgame is next. Ah, yes. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I just, I need a little while for it to sort of settle, mm-hmm. but everything I saw, I liked. Awesome. Like, you know. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, yeah. yeah. That's very, very, yeah, very positive. And how about you, Connor? What did you, what did you think of Brie Larson's entrance into the MCU? Oh yeah, I loved it. I definitely want to see it a second time before I, you know, mm-hmm. give it one of those ranky yes, ranks. Uh, but yeah, no, I loved it, start to finish. I was yep. just so hooked. I think it's so well paced, so well balanced. All the characters, the humor, the action—it's just another great bit of Marvel doing what they always do best. But with you know, in you know, we got we got you know Nick Fury returning, uh, but you know, this whole new cast, whole new series of writers mm-hmm. and directors, just injecting something new as well and doing so many cool new things uh for the mcu uh it's got some genuinely great twists that you mm-hmm, don't see mm-hmm. coming it's got you know a lot of really strong and current messages and it's just i don't know just fun all around yeah it was yeah. like as soon as i got out i wanted to go back in so that's that's a good sign 
That's always going yeah. to be a good sign. And uh, I'm pretty much the same as, as both of you as well. Very positive. Um, I don't know, going into it, uh, there was a level of excitement to go into it, but um, I don't know, maybe distracted with other things kind of in life. So it kind of um, uh, came about before I, know, I knew it, like you know, mm-hmm. premiered, and I came out of it going, oh, this is way... Like, I was pleasantly surprised if, you know, like, way better. Like, I didn't think it was going to be bad or anything like that, but it was just that um, I was just being, I was distracted, I guess, um, going into it and uh, not, I wouldn't say hyped, but I was kind of looking forward to it and it exceeded my expectations. I guess that's what um, I wanted to say. I think um, Brie Larson's very, very likable uh, in it. Um, She's very charming and... uh, yeah, uh, I think the, the story was well-paced. As you both said, there are some twists. Um, there are some, I think, nice innovative ways to do things um, without trying to elaborate too much. Uh, and I'm a big fan of, of Ben Mendelsohn, not only because he's an Aussie, but he is... What a, a star. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's of the 90s ilk. And, and I, I grew up watching a lot of his films in the 90s. Uh, he's such a he's a, such a larrikin, uh, so it's really I'm so happy to see him. I know he was in Star Wars, but it's so happy to, I'm so happy to see him in the MCU. Um, yeah, and, and also after you've seen Captain Marvel, not only by the Captain Marvel comic because it's amazing with mm, Kelly Thompson writing, oh, yeah. but also you should 100% go right by Meet the Scrolls. Oh yes, <laughs> absolutely should because it's it's exactly the tone that you want coming out of the film it's like everything you want after seeing that film to go into a comic are those two comics it's actually like it's funny that it's that it's worked out like that because i imagine everyone will go by the captain marvel one but i just want to like shout out that meet the scrolls is exactly the kind of scrolls you want after seeing the film which is kind of interesting in terms of scrolls and wanting to read a comic about them which you wouldn't (laughs) have thought you would i know um it's Let's just say, like when that was announced a few months ago, yeah, uh, I was looking at it, going, I had no real interest in it. Um, now I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, like certainly for you, like with you know with kids and stuff. Yeah, maybe consider waiting for the trade. Yes. Yeah. But um. Sure. But, but yeah, it's 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 a fun read so far. Hmm. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, I mean. Uh, I know, um, look, I'll give it a a score, (laughs) I don't mind. Uh, (laughs) I'll give it a a nice solid eight. I thought that was, um, I think it was well-deserved. It's something you definitely can watch again. It fits nicely into the MCU. How well does it, 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 how well does it fit with the MCU? I thought it was very, I was very happy on how it kind of slotted in to to not only the TV series, but the the movies. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, But anyway. Yeah, on my first, my first sort of, thing is it fits in well i know people are, have issues with a couple of things yeah. but um i think they will be analyzed over and over again but to me yeah. pretty good i don't have a problem with anything yeah and look if you you go into it yeah i mean this is the thing people like analyze and over analyze stuff you just, just go into it it's a popcorn film like i read a review the other day and this critic was trying to critique captain marvel as if it was some sort of I don't know, highbrow, intellectual, um, really profound film. You, you know, in other words, he was trying to critique it in a a type of film that it clearly isn't. It's a popcorn. It's meant to be. It's meant to be fun, entertaining. It's meant to be a bit of escapism. 
Um, anyway, I think that critic got it totally wrong. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful film. Uh, it, it does exactly what it says on the tin. And if you start reading, anyone can read too much into something. And if you start doing that, then you overthink it and it, you just ruin the experience for yourself. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely worth saying if you just want to have fun and uh, spend two hours just, you know, in, in a fantasy. It's good. Um, so anyway, also, just finally, guys, uh, we have... Uh, I did actually go see it. I mentioned to Connor last time with a another podcaster, Dave Finn, from The Signal of Doom. Uh, I went to see it with him, with Dave, with his lovely partner, Michelle, uh, with Natasha, who's a friend of the show and a friend of The Signal of Doom. Uh, and anyway, I managed to get uh, Dave's thoughts. Don't worry, no spoilers here, but uh, I've got Dave's thoughts on the show, so we'll um, let's hear him right now. Okay, hi, this is Ray from Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Just come out of Captain Marvel and I've had the pleasure of watching it with none other than co-host Dave from Signal of Doom. How are you going, Dave? Pretty good, Ray. Hello to listeners out there. And it's just always a pleasure to be with you. And it was a pleasure to be there for Captain Marvel. We came here, I believe, International Women's Day, supporting the Women's Shelter, Hornsby Women's Shelter. And I just want to say what a pleasurable experience to watch this movie. Oh, yeah, it's, it was it was a very good a very good movie. No spoilers. Um, we no spoilers. managed to watch it with um, uh, lovely Michelle as well. And yes. Natasha, thank you for um, yeah for organising it. Um, so anyway, Dave, just quickly thoughts on the film. Uh, really enjoyed it. Went in with a very open mind. I, I know almost nothing about the comic book character other than very broad strokes. Uh, thought it, it was a very light performance from uh, Brie Larson, which I really enjoyed. I've not seen her in anything at all. I knew her reputation. Um, yeah, excellent performance from her. Sam Jackson, very good. The de-aging technology is excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was particularly good. I mean, honestly, for me, this is an 8 out of 10 movie. This is a worthy addition to the to the next phase of Marvel movies. She's crazy overpowered, but that's exactly what this franchise needs. Yeah, exactly. Look, and as we said, uh, no spoilers, but um, how do you see, uh, just finally, quickly, how do you see Captain Marvel fit into the rest of the MCU? Heavy hitter. Um, they'll rely on, on Brie Larson's acting chops, her sense of humour if they're losing key members uh, from the franchise. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on her, and I think looking at this, she's got what it takes. Uh, as a character set, yes, yeah, she'll be the heavy hitter, and they might even have to nullify her powers at some point to keep it interesting. But um, for Endgame, she'll be a huge player, obviously. It'll be great to see her toe-to-toe or shoulder-to-shoulder with the likes of uh, Thor and the Hulk. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah um, brilliant. Anyway, um, go watch it if you haven't to, uh, haven't yet. And uh, thanks, Dave. Listen to Signal of Doom, of course, as well. Of course, be plugged <laughs> to Signal of Doom. <laughs> thanks again, Dave. Thanks, mate. Yes, thank you, Dave, from The Signal of Doom. They were his thoughts. Uh, an absolute pleasure. It was awesome fun to, to watch the film with you, Dave, and, and your lovely partner, Michelle. Uh, it, it made the experience a lot, a lot more fun being able to, you know, not during the film, but before and after, being able to talk about and discuss all things geeky. So, uh, yeah, cheers. It was, it was a lot of fun. All right, well, uh, having said that, there's only, look, there's only one bit of news that I kind of come across uh, and that is from the Horror News Network. And uh, there's a small tangential uh, 
you know, link to Moon Knight here. There's a Marvel Horror Omnibus coming out in September. A huge omnibus, which should be cool. I don't know, do you, Connor um, and Rebecca, do you like horror comics? I love Marvel horror comics, especially if we're talking 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I would say no, generally. I'm not big no? into horror, and yet I apparently read some. So... <laughs> Yes. Um, it takes a while to persuade me. Like, mm. It takes like uh, a few people to sort of say, no, you really have to read Immortal Hulk. And, oh, um, yes, of course. Yeah. I read Walking Dead for its first hundred issues. I mean, you can't really not call it horror, mm. um, although it's not horror horror. No. But, um, so I think I would still say no in general, but mm-hmm. I'm prepared. To, you know, I'm prepared to take the leap sometimes. Did, did you read Man Thing? at all um no no not by the rl stein guy no um no but, oh, okay that was quite humorous actually again i probably that wouldn't be classified as horror. i like though. the writer a lot mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah swamp thing no i'm <laughs> not just uh well i've no i have read swamp, swamp thing, thing obviously yeah. I've read... yeah, have you? Yeah. and hellblazer yeah oh hellboy as well do you hellblazer do you... yeah no i haven't I... read much hellboy oh, okay. but i am I am shockingly going to all the Hellboy Day events in London this month. Oh, so nice! I've got a whole day planned of comic shop to comic shop to comic shop. Why so, not? Um, so I will be learning a lot about Hellboy. Yeah, no doubt. well, that sounds like a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Like, there's um some free comics and there's a signing, so I'm going to be buying some. Nice, and then. One of the other comic shops, um, Orbital, if anyone listening is from London, uh, Forbidden Planet are doing the freebies and the signing, and Orbital have got a artist jam in the afternoon where a lot of artists are coming to draw Hellboy stuff. Oh, no, nice. Yeah, uh, nice. That would be good. Be good well. Well, yeah, I would yeah. be interested to know after all that, Rebecca, if you are a converted horror comic I, I doubt I, I know that you have a very diverse range I, of tastes so. I still think I will say I don't like horror mm. comics and then be able to list for you the ones I read so. <laughs> yeah well I mean this yeah. omnibus uh, it will be right up the horror fans alley um, it actually has uh, Moon Knight 20 I believe or 21 from volume 1 the Doug Mentoran which includes uh, if I'm not mistaken Werewolf by Night so that actually makes it into the omnibus um, other than that it's just filled with I guess other Werewolf by Night um, comics uh, Dracula um, you know Man Thing all that sort of all that sort of jazz let me just pull up the um, the article uh, it's big it's oops it's um it's got, you know, Strange Tales, Marvel Chillers, Marvel Spotlight, Dead of Night. It sounds like it's actually got some Incredible Hulk, Fantastic Four, believe it or not, and Avengers. Um, wow. Yeah, but Moon Knight um, 21 is in there. So for you Moon Knight completionists, um, that omnibus then is for you. Uh, yeah, and I'd just like a little shout out um, to a fellow podcast show, Tomb of Ideas. They are a Marvel horror podcast, um, doing great stuff so far. Um, and I'm sure they'll be reviewing or mentioning this um, this omnibus down the line somewhere. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's probably it for news. Um, so why don't we <clears throat> get our cups of tea out, uh, mm. settle back, relax, and after this, uh, the other side of the break, we'll come back and let's review our classic trade. Or oh, sorry, classic issue. <laughs> mm. 
Hi, this is Phil Parrish from the Caves and Lunatics podcast, a proud member of the collective, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back to the second review, reviewing half of Into the Night, where we're uh, tackling uh, our classic issue for this week. The uh, you know, it's it's the wrong phase of the moon, but after this one, we'll be back on track. <laughs> it's it's Moon Knight Volume One, Issue Four, mm-hmm. Committee of Five, released February nineteen eighty one. Uh, writer Doug Mensch, artist Bill Sinkevich, with inks by Claus Jansen. But uh, Bob Sharon is colorist, Rick Parker is editor, and editors Dennis O'Neill and Mark Runewald doing their Marvel thing back in the day. Mm, a very strong team there, and available should be available readily on Comixology, uh, Kindle, Marvel Unlimited. Uh, it's still available in singles. Massive shout out to Konishu there um, for for giving uh, me his <laughs> singles. Uh, the Essential Collection, which is out of print, but if you are lucky enough, it's in the black and white version. Uh, and I'm going to be reading it from, um, available on the Epic Collection, Volume 1, Bad Moon Rising, which I, th- I still think is available. If you look at at least Book Depository. It or, sure is. Yeah. Um, and that's available on digital as well. So you can get the Epic Collection as digital, if you so wish. So, yeah. Uh, Easy to find. Um, but anyway, loony listeners, for those that don't uh, listen that often or first-time listeners, what we do is that we'll go through a sliver of the the story, so a summary of, um, of the issue, and that will be followed by just an open discussion, what we liked, what we didn't like, um, you know, what things work, um, how we see Moon Knight portrayed, any supporting cast, stuff like that. And it will end with our patented convoluted moon rating system. Uh, I have it listed all here in the prompt sheet, so we are very well versed <laughs> with all the different phases of the moon. Uh, look, in a nutshell, uh, your full moon, 10 out of 10, new moon, 0 out of 10, half moon, 3 quarter, quarter moon. You get the gist. Um, and yeah, we'll mark it out of that. So, for the sliver... Mm, Rebecca, you like the story? Do you want to? Do you want to give it a go? What to read it out? Uh, just to kind of sum up in a couple of sentences what the story is about. The story is about a bunch of assassins who are a part of this committee, and they go to try and take out Moon Knight, basically, and Moon Knight fights and- back. Fantastic! That is actually that is actually it. Um, and, and don't worry, loonies. It sounds uh, um, there's actually a lot more to it than, than it's a lot more interesting than that. But yeah, that's there's some guy who's a blade freak. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean that literally is it. I mean the plot goes. It's just uh, it's just that. Sometimes so, the best comics don't yeah. need a long summary plot. Exactly. Um, you know, I was thinking you want to be able to read them. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I was just thinking off the top of my head there, Rebecca, that latest um, Livewire issue, you could just yeah. summarise that in a conversation between Livewire and Pan. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty yeah. much it. But that was a ripper of an issue. Anyway, yeah. um, I know our thoughts on this issue. Let's open it up. Um, Connor Shoe, initial impressions on this issue. What did you think of Moon Knight being hunted by assassins hired by the committee? A pretty good callback. Uh, you know, we got the community again. This actually manages also to fit uh, Werewolf by Night, 32 and 33. Yeah. The now convoluted origin. Well, mm-hmm. no longer convoluted. They fixed it. 
But uh, yeah, and I don't know. This was just like a really fun, action-packed issue. Um, like I said, one of the uh, assassins is called a blade freak, which is never not funny to me. And yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just uh, Dog Mensch playing with the the way he set up Moon Knight. It's pretty funny. Yeah, lot of action. What, what do you want from a '80s comic? Hey? True, true, and um, just further to that as as well. Um, the five assassins are fun because obviously they're their own little identity. Um, but I really like the use of um, the supporting cast here. They're used very well. Yes. So Moon Knight is not by any means a lone wolf in this. He really has. No, he gets everyone. Gets yeah. it. Everyone's in there. Yeah, it's brilliant. Dead without it's, like this yeah. entire cast. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. It was really. And I thought that was really too. fun. But um, look, you know, just one. Look, I'm just looking at the front bit. Boom, boom. He's one of the assassins. He's literally got one of those cartoon bombs at the beginning, <laughs> you know, the little <laughs> circular ones. You're running around with a stick of dynamite, still pretty cartoony. <laughs> exactly that as well. But he's uh, pretty much wily coyote. So. <laughs> he is. Um, but yeah, Rebecca, what did you what did you make of this? Um, I really liked it. It just yeah. it felt so packed it did. because everyone had a role, and yet the story still gets to tie up. Like I was half expecting to get to the end. It's like to be finished next week mm. um but they whiz through it it's 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 a pretty it's something we don't see much in comics now no where 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 it's just it is a kind of you can read it as a standalone and yes it calls back and yes you know you get more if you know stuff about werewolf by night and mm-hmm. and the committee but you can just read it you can just jump in read it and i would absolutely give this issue to anyone wanting to see a Moon Knight issue from, you know, before the sort of Ellis run. And just mm. say, here, read this one. This, this is, cause it's got all his supporting cast yeah. that you need to know about. They all have things to do. You get to see a couple of, a few of his personas mm-hmm. um, and uh, acting quite differently. And uh, it's got him wearing pants, which is, <laughs> as you know, plus, one yeah. of... One of my must-haves has a cat in it, saving his life. <laughs> yes, that's a always big a plus. That's so cool. Um, Marlene's kick-ass. So yeah, I you know it's it's a pretty damn good ro- uh, issue. I think. I tell you, I thought it was really funny. You know, with that cat, how he um, the little cat finds the explosives, and Moon Knight grabs the cat to run away because it's going to explode. Yeah. it kind of surprised me. I don't know why, but. In the, in the debris, um, Moon Knight rises out and he's still holding the cat. Like, and the cat's yeah. kind of scowling and then it runs away. Um, it's just funny to me. It just like, it shows Moon Knight is strong, he survives, but it also shows that uh, the cat is a survivor too. So, uh, yeah. we, we talked about this earlier, Rebecca, and um, I'm not sure and half, half convinced that Doug Mensch is using cats. Um, in this run as some sort of tie to the Egypt mythology. Um, I wouldn't mm. at all be surprised. Mm. It, it, it makes complete sense yeah. to tie that into the, the um, thing. I, I, would, I would have hoped maybe a bit more of a use for it because it is very subtle. I'm the only other um, thing I could think of was in that Doctor Strange one. I think it was in the 40s, the issue 40s mm-hmm. somewhere. And there's a cat there that plays a, a bit of a part in it, but it would have been cool to see. I think more cats throughout this, um, and not just because I'm a, a cat lover, but uh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just like the tie-in with Egypt as well. It just, 
you know, it makes sense. Um, and so what did you think of, uh, Connor, you raised it as well, this, um, so Mensch tries to go into damage control here and he tries to piece together the history um, as previously told in uh, Werewolf by Night 32 and 33. Um, does he pull it off? What do, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, this is great. Um, mm-hmm. Not only does it make sense, but also uh, the flashback scene where the page is just drenched in red and silver is mm-hmm. like the best looking page of the book. It is good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I read, I mean, maybe it's later on, it gets kind of really convoluted and it starts to fall apart at the seams later on. But this, this, um, reasoning seems quite, um, quite plausible. Like by having Frenchie infiltrate the committee and yeah, yeah, I think, I think that works. Um, but obviously down the line, it, it kind of doesn't, but, uh, yeah, did you did you enjoy this, Rebecca? I mean, you're very familiar with the the earlier run. Yeah, I'm pretty familiar with it. I haven't read it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is is the sort of difference? Is like they're, I, they're not books I go back and reread, and mm-hmm. possibly should. This kind of makes me want to actually, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just I thought it tied everything in nicely. It's yeah. just like it also gave Frenchie a bit more to do than he gets to do sometimes. It does. You know, to have him do the infiltration and and actually be like a fully, you know, he has a fully fleshed out role in this, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, Um, so many times you just see him with his cap on polishing the moon Just being like, yeah, (laughs) just being around to pick Mark up. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I was pleasantly surprised with this as well. I... Because um, in the back of my mind, it was like, oh, yeah, it's it's really convoluted, his history. But I was reading that page that you were mentioning, Connor, with it in like that blood red. And it's being, hang on, well, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That could work. Yeah, it could all work. So um, at this point, Doug Mensch has done a good job in trying to uh, retcon, I guess, massage the details of 32 and 33 mm-hmm. into the history. So that was pretty good. Um what did what did everyone think of uh i guess i don't know the five the five assassins um a bit a bit cartoonish all of them uh not as fleshed out as you would have thought the only guy is ice i think he gets a bit of a role the others are pretty um disposable yeah i think if they'd wanted to have them as a long run they'd have fleshed it out more i think it's fine for what we have mm-hmm. all you need to know is there's a bunch of them they've all got the different special specialisms yeah. and he still yeah manages to take them all out so. yeah yeah that's fair enough with help with help yeah i feel like um it does a good job as well as you know the issues before this have actually been pretty serious you know you've had decapitating slashes and sad backstories mm. and ripping mm. people's necks out but i feel like you really buy quickly into how cartoony there are where it isn't jarring it isn't like the way the plot's written the way the characters talk around these car- like more cartoonish villains doesn't make them feel out of place they're ridiculous but i don't know it's very colourful issue as well. Yeah. Like, there's some very bright colours in it. Yeah. Which I don't always expect when I'm going into a Moon Knight issue, because so much of it's at night. True. You know? But this is, we have a lot in the day, and a lot of, like, very bold yellows and reds and greens. Yeah. Um, The cat's bright orange. I mean, yeah. like, sort of halfway through, you get this sort of series of... Like, no other background, just these solid walls of bright color which mm. is kind of nice there's it's also a lot of adds... um oh sorry 
Sorry. No, I was just saying it adds to that kind of fun feeling of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the added fun of that as well, like I'm just flicking through here as well. There's a Moon Knight goes to a, a boxing match as well. And there's a, almost a little, um, I don't know if that's meant to be a, a particular boxer like Muhammad Ali or something, but um, a, a quite um, a chatty boxer um, um, mm-hmm. who he comes out of. And, he, you know, he's quite, quite um, you know, uh, what did he say? There was a... <laughs> there was what, like that you could wonder, just like no, wonder right if he's, hook him? No, I just wonder if he's got any colour under that white mask. I thought that was... <laughs> was uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was pretty cool as well. Maybe a pop reference there to Muhammad Ali. I don't know. Who knows? Very yeah. red hair for Mark as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, sorry, Connor, you were about to say something as well. No, I was just going to adding to the colour of the issue. A lot of another really fun part of this issue is just how many different locations there are. Yes, you know, yeah. Starts top the rooftop, ends at a um, ends at a uh, port, and then you got uh, you know, a nightclub. You got the diner, mm-hmm. but the big. You got uh, the uh, kind of not strip club, but dance bar. Yeah, which is pretty um, pretty novel having it on an aeroplane, which is pretty pretty funny. Um, yeah. But that just goes to show what Rebecca had mentioned earlier. There are so many moving parts to this story. Uh, Mensch has packed it with um, everyone doing something, you know. So you've got Frenchie, uh, albeit in a retelling, he infiltrating the committee. You have Marlene infiltrating uh, kind of that nightclub and trying to get um, yeah, close to ICE. Yeah, the new committee. The new committee. Yeah, and then you have uh, Moon Knight, I guess, you got Gina popping up, her son's scouting out info. Yeah, um, yeah big thing of the Crawley there as well. Yeah, yeah, that was what I enjoyed. That Ricky and Ray, they they had to get the yeah, names, yeah. and they managed to do that in a in a little crafty way. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things um, happening there. Sorry, Connor, you mentioned something about Crawley. No, that was Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca. Yeah, so I was just saying it's nice to have him in there as well. Yeah. Really got everyone. Well, he's very important. He actually gives um, very yeah. crucial information. Um, yeah. So everyone is kind of doing their bit and uh, it's even called out by, is it Ice who says it? Um, uh, Moon Knight's got spies everywhere. Uh, and yeah, he says kinda... it while Marlene's there and she's like, yeah. yeah. and that's good. A bit of tension because we know Marlene's kind of part of the whole whole ruse uh but yeah no i i found it quite enjoyable i thought um the fight scenes you know they they were exciting and stuff they they were quite quite short um maybe not as um satisfying as could be uh like there for instance uh from memory here i'm going back bull his first encounter with uh-huh. bull uh it seems like he gets dissuaded from fighting moon knight for a very small reason um <laughs> Let me just see here. Uh, he gets kicked in the. He gets kicked by Moon Knight. So after that, he's oh, and he gets shot at, I guess. But um, yeah, and then he's like, it's not worth it. It's not let's worth stop. it. Off we go. Yeah. Let's go after the committee instead. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit weird. And yeah, and that's another point as well. So they they turn face and they um, try to go. Uh, they what is it? They betray the committee. But um, one thing I didn't. Yeah, I didn't quite understand. Is that so? We have okay. Bear with me. We have Boom Boom, who has rigged the place and threatening the committee. Look, you know, if you don't, um, this place is going to explode. It goes off in ten minutes if you don't pay up. Um, so the committee mm-hmm. do that. Uh, Ice, he, he wants to double cross everyone, um, and 
so he locks him in there. Yeah. Wouldn't he then, in hoping to explode, you know, the whole the whole warehouse and them dying in it, wouldn't he then just destroy all the money as well? I don't, um, I don't get that. They don't seem people who've thought through their plans very well. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, um, well, well, certainly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, boom, boom meets a, a grisly end uh, at his own yeah. hands there, uh, and. Uh, and Bull again has a very, I think, short-lived. Well, he ends up getting shot by um, by ice. So yeah. <laughs> um, everything. Oh yeah, this is another thing. Um, Marlene again. We see another example. She actually saves Moon Knight. Um, he was in the crosshairs um, for, for ice at the end. Um, mm-hmm. And if she had not kicked it out of the way, he would have been a a dead donger. And so she tackles uh, ice. Um, but obviously then Moon Knight comes back and helps finish off the job. So, uh, yeah. Um, also towards the end, any thoughts on, um, I guess it's dirty money, right? But they keep it. Is that, is that a bad thing? I guess. Or... Nah, take it from them. Nah, take it. T- take it. Like, yeah. uh, give a third to the, this person, that person, but what was it? The other five grand, um, have a, have a trip, um, Okay, fair to enough. <laughs> to Bermuda, yeah. Uh, okay, I, I yeah, I, I thought for a second there maybe you. That's a bit. No, eat the rich. Yes. eat the rich, baby. Well, it means <laughs> oh, right. So, so now I can now I can tell you all about the gnomes. Oh yes, right? please, please, yes. Right. So, in like the first few pages, when they're talking about when the committee are there, uh, they're talking about playing games with the Swiss gnomes. Mm. So, if anyone here has played the game of Illuminati by, uh, what's his name, Steve Jackson Games, card game. You will know that one of the groups of conspirators you can play is the Gnomes of of Zurich. Oh. Uh, Zork also makes reference to the Gnome of Zurich. No. And Valiant Archer and Armstrong fight the Gnomes of Zurich. Really? But they they fight an actual group of literal Gnomes. (laughs) So what... It's it's a it's it, it's actually a phrase that comes from England in the sixties, mm-hmm. and um, it's to do with the Swiss bankers. It's basically just slang for Swiss bankers, okay, um, who were trying to manipulate money markets. Oh, and okay. in the sixties, they speculated against the pound. Right. And um, one of the politicians called them the Gnomes of Zurich. And because it sounds like a conspiracy, yeah. it, that's why it got flipped into the Illuminati game. So it's kind of become a joke with like friends of mine because we all played it growing up. So we were like, I mean, like it, you should all play the Illuminati game. It's absolutely fantastic. One of the other groups is the Boy Scouts of America. So, um, <laughs> you know, like it definitely has some fun. But it's just like it's because Swiss bankers are supposed to be very secretive. Mm-hmm. And because in sort of fantasy world, gnomes often live underground and have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's where it comes from. But it's quite mm-hmm. funny to see something like that referenced in a comic. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, and it possibly shows that in the 80s, people were more aware of it as slang than they are now. Like, I've never heard anyone that today, except yeah. in reference to the Illuminati game. Yeah, very obscure um, for me, but I'm glad that you've you've picked it up because yeah, I remember reading that going, uh, should I be knowing something here? Like, <laughs> should this... I know about Swiss gnomes? Yeah. Why are we going into fantasy? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but so it that... just made me laugh because I love the game so much. Yeah, and like I was like, oh, the Swiss gnomes. Okay, <laughs> here we go. 
And and as I said, you you heard it not only in here, but like Archer and Armstrong. Where was the other one? Uh, uh, Armstrong and Archer, and uh, it's in Zork. Zork. They mention it. Okay. Yeah, the good game, the classic computer game. Oh, okay, right. Text adventure that everyone should have played if you are. <laughs> We're gonna have to put if this you in are a... all as old as me. We're gonna have to put these yeah. in the show notes, Rebecca. I'm keen to illuminate. Zork is an absolute classic. And, and then Zork, yeah. Is yeah. that is that still around or or? It's a it's a text based adventure game. It's literally from the eighties. So yeah, it's like um, websites now. That's where I played it. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's oh. it's um one of those ones that is, you know, people references uh, games that influence people. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because that kind of text-based adventure, and it's one of the best examples of the of sort of role-playing games before we had graphical role-playing games. Mm-hmm. Are you game-savvy people? My gosh, I'm just old, Ray. No. Old. She knows everything. <laughs> oh, and Connor's um, Connor's come across Zork. Um, yeah. That's true. Connor, however, is a game-savvy person. Ah. <laughs> Uh, right, well, yeah, that, no, thanks for that. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Just, you know, no one stopped me. Um, anyway, uh, let's get to uh, any other any other points. Um, Konishu, anything about maybe the art or uh, or anything else that takes your fancy? Uh, yeah, the art, uh, I always like to bring up some Kevin's art mm-hmm, here that mm-hmm. still hasn't quite reached its height. Um, it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely good to look at. There's no really standout features like we've had in the past few issues. It's just, oh, I mean, apart from that one great page, yeah. you know, he excelled at some great panels before. This is just consistently pretty good art. With He does good at making great It opens with Mooney. a cape-shaped text panel. Come on. I'm sorry. There's the cape-shaped text panel. Although Thank that's you. just... Lettering. That's got to. That's got to go to. That's got. Uh, yeah. That's true. It's true. It's a, that goes to lettering. Is that? Yeah. Parker. Uh, yeah. Parker. Shout out to Parker. Yeah. I, I do like a lot of the layouts, though. I like a lot of the. Um, there's some very sort of claustrophobic paneling mm-hmm. to move to move the action along. There's no sort of fixed rate. There's pages where panels overlay other panels slightly. It's so it's so full, um, isn't it? It's so packed. Yeah. Like there's, text there's places and... where background of panels is actually art as well mm-hmm. and yet a lot of the panels themselves i was saying before about the matte colors don't actually have backgrounds in them which is like you'd see that as kind of basic yeah but i think it's because there's a lot of action going on but i think i like the layouts yeah stood out to me more than some of the individual bits of art although mark uh, is looking quite sexy there, there are a couple of really good. He's got um, a great ass in one of the panels. Of the really good. He does have a great ass. <laughs> See, I was hoping I wouldn't be the one to mention that. Top really... panel, page twenty-eight is what you want. Yeah. Hang on, let, let me. Hang on, let me. Let me have a look at this tiny here. Top what? Um, top panel. Oh, okay. Yep. There you go. Um, pushing it out as he dives across. Yeah. 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 And there's the the page where he first sees the cat. There's also a oh, nice butt shot there. Butt but, shot there. Little butt watch. Butt shot at the top there. See, I but was a, a nice butt shot. <laughs> see, I was, I was about to just say, you know, that shot of Moon Knight as he gets out of the uh, dressing room in front of the boxes. I thought that was pretty good. But we went there with the uh, with the bottom. So very good. Very, very good. Um, look, I'm going to be a little, uh, a little bit of a downer potentially here. I uh, wasn't... Um, I do like his work in other other things. Uh, Klaus Jansen as the, the Inca, 
mm-hmm. I thought potentially doesn't do Sinkevich's um, artwork enough justice, maybe. I don't know. I'm reading this in the Epic Collection, and I'm thinking to myself, has it been, like, reproduced and recolored uh, or, re- you know, remastered in any way? I don't know. Like, Are you guys uh, reading a digital version or or yeah. an old version? Yeah. I'll be can- I-, I should pull out the old uh, single issue and just compare because... Um, the colours to me seem very... They, they are very bright, but uh, a lot of them seem... It seems quite flat as well um, with the uh, the inking. So, oh, no, that, that was the only thing I kind of picked up on. Um, and I'm I'm kind of looking at previous Sienkiewicz's art here. I've got the Epic Collection and, uh, uh, you know, um, what is it, Light and Day. It's a very different, um, the inkers. Um Mm-hmm. Make a big difference, like here. Yeah, this one where Bill Sienkiewicz inks it himself, it's uh, a lot more evocative, I think, than what we see from um, Klaus Janssen. But I do like Klaus Janssen as well. I do like how he inks a lot of John Byrne stuff. I used to read a lot of the Wolverine in the '90s with Klaus Janssen and, and John Byrne. Um, but yeah, over here maybe not not as much. So that's the only kind of downside I think for this issue. So anyway, having said that, uh, any, anything else anyone would like to raise before we get into our convoluted system? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Connie, I'm going to go look that up. <laughs> uh, no? no, I think I've covered it all. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. great use of the cast. Um... Yep. Um, just, it was great to see the committee again, um, albeit them defeated again. Uh, pretty shit, cool. Yeah, they are. But <laughs> I, I, I do like the tie. I do like how it's tied into... Um, Werewolf by Night and stuff. So anyway, let's kick it off then. Um, uh, Connor, do you want to start? What I would you can give, do what, that. What I'm would you give this one? System. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'd give it... Yeah, I think I'd give it a whack and give us. Uh, oh. Like an 8 out of 10. Nice. You know, I, think it, I think it was a lot of fun. It was mm-hmm. just you know, a really classic issue. As Rebecca's already said, it's just got everything you love. It's got you know a, gr- a really great use of the supporting cast. Um, yeah. Moon Knight, a lot of great action, uh, some fun villains, a lot of, a lot of moving parts, just a packed issue. And Rebecca, yeah, a uh, great point in realising the panels that at first, you know, you so automatically realise that looking at it, it is really such such fantastic layouts for action pacing. So, yeah, you know, this one, this is one of the ones that really hold up. I mean, they've all sort of held up, but this mm-hmm. one, you know, really holds up. So it's, 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 a waxing, it's a waxing gibbous from me. A waxing gibbous. Excellent. Uh, let me just chuck that in before I forget. So that's a bad of a... You'd say you give it an 8 out of 10 then, yeah. Waxing. Good. Um, yeah, uh, Rebecca? Yep. I waxing gibbous for me from waxing everything I gibbous. said. Like, I really did enjoy it. Yeah, so. lo- lovely. Uh, and that's a good 8 or is it a 9? Would you yeah. give it a 9? No, oh, eight. 8. Okay. Eight. You're right, the art's not up there for a nine for me yeah look i um i don't know maybe i'm the harsh one today i really enjoyed it actually it really did surprise me and i and i absolutely loved how the supporting cast got so much more to do uh so many moving parties mentions made it a really involved um bit of storytelling uh the art yeah the inking let me down a little i thought um and again i'm wondering about this um color reproduction on the epic collection it, it seems very clean and uh I'm, I'm maybe some some tones have been lost in the reproduction um so i was going to give it a waning gibbous like a, a seven like on the higher end so 
uh, a seven out of ten. Um, but I really, I mean, I really did enjoy. It. I enjoyed it far more than I thought I would. I mean, to be honest, sometimes doing the volume ones, I might be uh, really, really treading on, you know, some stuff here. Uh, sometimes it, you know, you go in thinking, okay, this might be a bit of a bit of a slog, <laughs> you know, uh, reading an issue. Um, but you know, read it for it. We'll review it. It should be good. Uh, I came out of this one like really, really enjoying it. So um, yeah, a seven. But, uh, you know, just holding the horses, bearing in mind, you know, what we gave Jeff Lemire and, and all that mm. and Houston, I've got to hold the reins back in a bit. Um, and yeah, a seven, definitely. Well, so far, I mean, one of the, um, more favorite issues of the volume ones that we've covered so far. So, um, yeah, very, very strong indeed. Uh, unfortunately, well, there you go, everyone. Um, so that's, a. Uh, 16, what's that, 23 divided by 3, 7.7 uh, 7 and 2 sevenths, something like that, 7 and 2 thirds, 7.6. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing math right now. <laughs> 7.6, uh, there you go, that was my, my um, so as an average, loonies, go pick it up, readily available everywhere, uh, well worth, well worth a read um, if you want just a nice self-contained story. Uh, no feedback for this issue, um, so please, loonies, if you do have feedback now, um, get it in. Um, if not, um, yeah, please, just uh, drop us a line. We'd like to hear from you what you think of um, of this stuff that we review. Uh, anyway, that's um, pretty much come up towards the end of our show. Um, I'd like to, to thank Rebecca once again for, for joining us. Um, Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Nice to have a yarn. We had a, um, you know, if only we had recorded the yarn we had just before we pressed record, <laughs> would have been uh, would have been really really cool. Uh, but uh, always always fun to chat with you, Rebecca. So. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy. What, what's on? What's on the cards for today? You've got um, you've got the day off, right? I yeah, I don't work Fridays anymore. I uh, I am doing nothing i think i might get to the, i i mean there's something i yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe there's yeah. something i do kind of have to do outside the house but mm-hmm. i don't know if i will i might leave it till monday yeah exactly so, so that's what Friday. i've still got i've still got still got quite a bit of sleep to catch up on i've only had uh, like a couple of hours of sleep so since we got back from the cinema so yeah and, and you know the last thing you want is to be bombarded with uh with messenger texts from <laughs> from people saying um show in two hours <laughs> how, yeah. how are you no how no that's fine so, that was fine yeah. um no i'm um uh and i'm going down to london tomorrow so i might lovely just today cool 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 and look i also just want to give another quick shout out as well to another uh, uh, another partner in crime but uh rebecca you were on uh, again you you co-host uh, sons of the dragon the immortal iron fist podcast Back in full force. Uh, I just listened to the latest episode. You're on the second to latest episode, right? Um, yeah. With yes. with the other Connor, um, yeah. uh, reviewing. Uh, I believe it was a yeah, it was a, a classic um, Power Man Iron Fist comic. So, uh, Looney listeners, uh, one of a you know the collective podcast there, Sons of the Dragon. Rebecca's on there. A lot of fun to listen to. Go check it out if you are an Iron Fist fan. Um, as well as a, as well as a Moon Knight fan, uh, Konishu, um another another show in the bag. Another show in the bag. Are we talking <laughs> about this show? 
Yes. What's going on here? Yeah, talking about this show. Um, yeah, look. Um, yeah. Uh, any, any plans for the weekend coming up? Oh, you know. Um, trying to, you know, you know, stop capitalism before it can <laughs> goes too far. Um, I don't know. Catch up on some comics. Yeah. Um, Watch Captain Marvel again. Would you? Would you? Yeah, do you know, maybe. Yeah. I am. I'm just going to see it again tomorrow. Yeah, I'd love to see it again. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Um, anyway, that's good. What about yourself, Ray? What are you doing? Um, we have a, a bit of a community thing that Eve and I, a friend of ours, has asked us to pull together. She's very into urban planning and, uh, you know, not wanting to bore many loony listeners. Um, we, we've invited... we've. Um, Distributed flyers out to everyone in the apartments where we're at, and um, just hoping a meet and greet. Um, just you know, just kind of get a community feel happening. I really don't know what it's what. It's You're ridiculously purposely. friendly. It's not, but it's not. This is not. I, I'm not driving <laughs> this. This was. A, so Eve's done it all. Um, so she just said, "You to, and Eve are ridiculously <laughs> friendly." <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "She just said, just turn up on the uh, on the apartment lawns oh, at ten o'clock." Well. And I go, "Okay, all right." And uh, so I think we're having tea with people. I don't. I don't know why. But anyway, it should be fun. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Let's see what will happen. Um, maybe get them to to read a few comics. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, should be should be good. Um, Anyway, Loonies, thanks again for listening. Uh, uh, Spectacles, just to let you know, uh, again, a shout-out to Alex Lumen with his Winter Soldier fan film. We'll put the link to the show notes. Go check it out. It is uh, 17 minutes of of fan passion there uh, for Winter Soldier and all Marvel characters in general. Uh, check it out. Let Alex know what you, you think. And also... A couple of shout-outs, Tomb of Ideas, Marvel Horror Podcast, doing great stuff with horror, and, of course, Rebecca's um, other podcast there, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast. Check it out. Do yourself a favor. It is highly entertaining. So next phase is a weird one. Connor, we uh, – this is – yeah, can you see? It's, it's, uh, it's a first quarter, the moon. So Ooh. Connor has asked us to do a, a toy figure – review it's our segment of country's idols uh i've got no idea what we can do that on connor but i'm sure we can come up with something yeah we'll figure it out maybe we'll uh make our own toy while yes we're oh, how about custom <laughs> custom toys yeah, that would do be it good. just mm. buy a toy factory get your plasticine out, out do it <laughs> mr <laughs> potato head you can do a pipe cleaners pipe yeah. cleaners yeah yeah just a couple of wooden <gasps> pegs. pipe cleaners amazing <laughs> i would buy i would be into that yeah. Oh, well, hold on to your hats, loonies. It's going to be fun where we review a toy, maybe of our own device. Ah, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, and finally, uh, Konishu, may I kindly ask, where can loonies find us? They can find us at a variety of nice places on the internet, like emails. They're pretty nice, which we're at at itkmoonnight.gmail.com. Our website is www.intothenightpodcast.wordpress.com. We've got our episodes, our newsletters, uh, links to the other uh, um, podcasts we're a part of with the collective, such as Signal of Doom from David Finn. You just heard this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our Facebook page where you can find all the updates as well. Facebook.com slash ITK Moon Knight. Our Twitter is at ITK Moon Knight. You just search for Into the Night on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, podcast catches. We should be there. And our fantastic group, always going off, is Facebook.com slash group slash ITK Moon Knight. Nice Fan- and easy. Fantastic. And... Uh... 
Of course, who knew we could add footers so, so easy? <laughs> I'm not sure. Top ten headers, awesome stuff. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just exploring. Uh, no, that's all right. That's great. Myself on Google Drive. Connor's unleashed on our prompt sheet, so it's fantastic. Anyway. Thank you once again for listening. Uh, finally, any iTunes ratings, please, would be great. We'd like to improve the show in any way we can. Um, or if you just want to tell us that you are enjoying it, that's good too. It will help others find this podcast. We very much appreciate your support. Uh, and, yeah, we hope that you can stick with us. We've got plenty of things up ahead. Uh, but, yes, thank you, everyone, one and all. And, um, as always, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.